Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Orner from the Toddcast, coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorff. I'll be your party host for this evening, and along with me today, mother I forgot. Hearts on them, son of a Oh, this good shit. <laughs> I'm a podcast veteran. You know who I'm better than? Athea veteran since back in the day. What's up? What's up? And good evening to you. This is Todd Order from the Toddcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorff. I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from parts unknown, he is the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild. He is the raging redneck, Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it doesn't matter because he's ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, my homie? How in the world are you? Dude. This is my co-host, folks. How you doing, big I'm, guy? What's going I'm on? I'm doing good, brother. Uh, getting ready for festivals uh, tomorrow for the 4th. Um, and that's it. That's that's just getting ready for the 4th tomorrow. Uh, been on vacation all week and uh, been looking forward, looking forward to spending some time on the air with my brother Todd. It's been a long time since I have had uh, – I've been thinking about having a co-host for quite some time, simply because sometimes, you know, like, you got to rush to get an interview or whatever. If you do all this by yourself, if you don't have, you know, like, any, like, like help in production of any kind or, or anything else like that, and everything is just you and everything's organic, sometimes it's really hard to reach out and find someone to be an interviewer, right. you know, and especially, you know, like, in the demographic that I'm in. And, and such so sometimes you just got to do a show on your own and i've done numerous shows on my own starting back in 2010 but sometimes it's just man it just eats you alive and you don't know what to say and sometimes if you talk too much you don't want to hear yourself then you're like well man no one's gonna want to hear me either so i was like you know what i think it's time for a co-host just someone to feed off of you know someone to little conversate with and uh like i told you last week man it's i've i've been thinking long and hard about somebody that i've wanted and, uh, like I've, I've had a list of people that, you know, I was going to ask and you were certainly on that list. Cause you said you were new to podcasting and listen to, you've been listening to them for about a year. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know what, this dude, he's, he's a good dude. He loves podcasting. He understands what it's about. He's a very frequent listener. And I was like, you know what, let's give the fellow a shot. I threw the worm out and you bit, man. I appreciate oh, man, it. I, I'll tell you, I was. I was absolutely uh, blown away 
you know, I got a message. He said, hey, got a minute. I messaged you back. I'm like, yeah. He said, I need to talk to you. I'm like, well, just I just sent you my number. I said, well, just call me. And, man, I was blown away. I'm like, well, yeah, I would love to do that. I think it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun, brother. I really do. Uh, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> so if, if we're talking nerves, right, because, you know, this is going out to the this is going out to the world, yeah. man, you know, and there's a lot of listeners that listen to the show and everything. So yeah. it, it for never being like an actual co-host on a show before, what were the nerves like before I just hit record for us today? Uh, oh, you have no clue, dude. I've been a nervous wreck. I talked to uh, one of a couple of my other buddies. They do a podcast every week. They're out in Oklahoma. And uh, I told them, I said, dude, I'm a nervous wreck. And he's like, you got this. You're fine. And then I I, I text another buddy who has a uh, – they have a podcast up in uh, Connecticut. And I told him, I said, dude, I'm a nervous wreck. He said, have a beer, relax, have a good time. You got this. So, hey, I'm sipping. Ah, here we well, go. Well, if – if you're sipping, it means you meet one of the requirements. And one of the things that I say on my show is there are a couple of requirements that you have to have, but the biggest one is you got to have a whiskey in hand. But I know you're not really a whiskey drinker, so we bent the rules. I mean, I, I might I might have to go to the committee to see if you can stay as the co-host. <laughs> well, for the simple fact that you're not that you're breaking the you're breaking the rules on the first day. I'm not. My wife will tell you. I, I have. My wife does not like me drinking whiskey. I'm not uh, a, a good person when I drink whiskey. Is dark whiskey? No, I don't drink. I stay away from that. I'll fight that brick wall right there and know I'm gonna win. <laughs> so I I, I kind of stay away from the whiskey. I sip on beer. That's about it. It'll slide. I mean, I mean, you're you're we're already recording, so at least you're gonna be you're gonna make one full episode of the show of the you're gonna make one full episode of the podcast. Well, that's but uh, like I said, I might have to go to the panel. Well, I tell you what, if if it has to be sipping whiskey, I will do a whiskey sour. I can sip on one of those throughout the show. I don't have a problem doing that. <laughs> I can, like I said, I can well, sip on a whiskey sour. I love those things. I mean, you're, you're probably gonna have to stick with the beer. Because you and I had a conversation, what, two days ago, and the missus was involved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so the missus was involved, and she was already trying to direct my program. This fine program that I put out to the masses. She was trying to tell me how to run my show, what to say, what not to say, and you know what? I told her I was going to bring her up, so guess what? I'm a man of my word, and I'm bringing her up. Tell the story. Go ahead. Uh, it was, we were at volleyball, and you and I were talking back and forth on uh, Marco, and you pronounced my last name, Simonetti. And I, you know what? My family that I have up in New York, that's how they pronounce it. They pronounce it Simonetti. The, even my cousins and family here in Virginia, they say Simonetti. I'm a redneck. I, I do the redneck pronunciation. It's Simonetti. <laughs> and she's like, he pronounced your name wrong. <laughs> Maybe she's been calling you the wrong. Maybe she's got the wrong last name. She didn't know it till now. Maybe I saved her. <laughs> Could be. At least as long as she don't call me Fred or Jack, we're in good shape. <laughs> I don't care how she pronounces my last name. (laughs) 
So give everybody a breakdown, man. This is Johnny, and I'm Toddy. How the heck did we meet, man? Tell everybody. What's the story? Hey, well, I've been friends with Dallas Brewer for 15 years, and when he was in Coshocton, Ohio, him and his buddy Keith Chirac started Tattooed in the Wild. Uh, and he asked me to be a team member. And he said, Johnny, you know, of course, I happily accepted. And he was like, you know, you need to get on Instagram. So I got on Instagram, started following just hunting pages, people who were involved in the hunting industry, because that's that's the basis of their their whole brand is hunting and tattoos. You know, people get ink on their body, you know, of a deer. But there's memories behind that, and there's a story to be told when you're getting permanent ink on your body for the rest of your life. And I'm like, dude, that's a great idea. So he asked me to be a team member. I got on Instagram, just started following people, and I remember following you because you had Living for the Hunt. And I've been following you for probably five or six years and got hooked up on Facebook as well, been following you, and and it's just everything's just stemmed from that. Even the, the podcast has stemmed from social media. You can meet some of the coolest freaking people in the world on social media. I've got two guys out in Oklahoma that they do their own podcast, and I'm, I'm going to throw the shameless plug out there. It's called the Titty and Shiner Show, T-I-D-D-Y. You know, Titty and Shiner Show, they're the ones that got me started in podcasts. They do a weekly podcast, and I've been on it twice for, you know, like 10 or 15 minutes. We just go on there and chew the fat, and that's it. Um, and everything's just stems from that from Tattooed in the Wild, and, and like I said, the friendships that I've made just through social media uh, has been amazing, and you're one of them. That's why I was so, so surprised when you sent me that message, you know, a week, week, you know, week ago, and hell, I've been stoked ever since, man. I've been ready. I've been chomping at the bit. Nervous wreck, but I've been chomping at the bit. <laughs> you know, if you're not nervous, then, you know, like, are you really, like, I don't know, just from, I guess, being an athlete and all the weird things that I've like done in life, I've noticed that if you're not nervous, I mean, is your like is your heart really in it? So does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, oh yeah, makes perfectly good sense. It makes perfectly good sense. Yeah. And then and then and then another thing, like you know, when I got into these podcasts, I've been like I said, I've been following you for so long, and I saw you on you you posted up that you were going to be on that Reload Life with Joe and Stacy. And I'm like, oh, I was all over that. And to hear your story that you told on that podcast, dude, absolutely gained mad respect from me. Like, like you just couldn't imagine. I was like, damn, that's you know, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. You know, that's one of the cool things about you know podcasting and friendships or whatever is you know, like everybody has their own story. One of the cool things about my appearance on that podcast was at the beginning of it, they said, you know, like, you can look at somebody and, you know, think one thing, but you don't know their story. You, you really don't know anything about them, you know. So, I mean, I, I to this day, that was back in February, but to this day, I am, like, so honored to have that yep. episode out. And, yep. and, and you know, like, I'm, I'm like – Look, man, I got a podcast. I've I've done some pretty cool things, but I'm just a nobody from Central Pennsylvania. But the fact that like the story that I have, like I mean, 
There are three million people in the world, uh, at least a few years ago, according <laughs> to research, who stutter. And you know, like who knows, somebody might listen to that, and you know, may, hopefully, my story of you know, creating opportunities for yourself, and and uh, and you know, just continuing to plug away. I mean, who knows, it might help somebody. So that's like the the whole platform of podcasting is one. It's so incredibly awesome. Yeah. Yep. And and that's another thing when you knew we were talking the other day and you said, well, I might have to edit some stuff out. And I'm like, and in my head, I haven't told you this in my head. I'm like, don't edit shit, dude. You don't. If you wouldn't tell your story, I would have never known you even had a stutter, dude. Hell, you're going to hear me stutter. You know, I, I, I wouldn't edit shit. Pardon my language. Sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't edit the thing, dude. I've never heard it before. Um you you just do yourself be raw and real and 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 let it ride with you know years and years and years of speech therapy there are things that you just learn you know like i guess right. you call them my coping skills in a way or whatever and uh it, it does help me but you know there are times when i'm just recording the show and i'll just take my headphones off and i'll slam them on the table i'll stand up and flip out and you know curse at the world because i'm trying to i'm trying to get something out and it just drives me nuts and now you know what okay that's another four minutes of editing time i gotta do and all this other crap you know you know believe it or not i'm a really freaking nice guy but man sometimes i get raged and I just want to flip it. I've got these headphones I got. I wish I don't even remember who makes them. Hold on one second, because these suckers JVC. Right. Yeah, you know what? They're probably cheap. They're JVC headphones. But you know what? They need to sponsor me because I will put them over to the moon. Because I've thrown these things at least thirty-two times, and there's not even thirty-two scratches on them. So they're pretty indestructible. So yeah, you know what? My stuttering causes rage. Sometimes you can't hear me, but you know what? I don't even know what I'm rambling about, but drinks to that, fella. One of the requirements. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. If everything goes silent and I hear a loud noise in the background, I know you just need to tell that. <laughs> I'm really working on this patience thing, man. With my with, with my six-year-old son being, like, so defiant right now, you know. It, 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 uh, uh, patience, man. I need to learn it. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it comes slowly. Uh, wait till... Wait till your daughter gets fifteen, like my daughter. My da- um, no, no, I'm not going. I'm not Just going wait. to. Yeah, no, you know. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yes, you know not. why? No, because no, because <laughs> both of my children have grandparents, and you know what? They can take care of them for at least a decade. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put up with the teen years. I'm not mentally strong enough to deal with the BS. Like for instance. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like for instance, today we're outside. And my son is just arguing about everything. He's got to get the last word in. He's at that stage, right? He's at the he's at the stage yeah. where you got to get the last word in. And Tawny, she just goes, "Okay, the sky is blue." And he goes, "No, it's not. It's white. Look, there's a cloud." You know? And I'm like, "Oh my god, no!" <laughs> no. Yeah, you haven't seen nothing oh yet, son. Gosh. You haven't seen. You haven't experienced nothing yet. I've got I've got three kids. I've got two boys from a previous marriage. Uh, they're 25 and 24 years old. My one son works on a farm. My youngest son works on a farm, and my oldest son uh, is in the uh, National Guard, Army National Guard, and he is now a police officer. And so, and then my like I said, my daughter's 15. <laughs> boys. So much easier. You don't have a clue. You just wait. I, I, I be- <laughs> you I be- just wait. 
you know? But, dude, come on, the, the sky is, no, the sky is white because there's a cloud. You know, it's just, ah, I don't know, man. I, look, I, I try everything I can to be a good dad, but sometimes, man, I just freaking, like, there's a backhand, and it's always loaded. And I just, like, sometimes I just feel like the trigger needs pulled to crack but I don't, but I don't, <laughs> but it's forever loaded, I'll tell yeah. you that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, uh, my wife my wife handles most of the discipline for uh, my daughter. Uh, she, Like I said, she handles most of it, and then when they get the bickering back and forth, and they get the, you know, bannering back and forth, and my daughter's not really talking back, but she's arguing, I'll get to the point, I'll give her the look, and I'll just say, not another word. Or you're losing something. Normally it's your phone. Nowadays you take the phone. It's, oh, you it's have to with. take the phone. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Phone's the first thing to go. But I, it, you know, my daughter's a good girl. She's she's wonderful. I think she's been. I think we've done a good job of raising her. My boys are are great. But like I said, there comes a time when she'll start arguing or talking back. And, you know, everything that my wife says, you know, it's an argument, and I'm like, no, it's enough. You listen to your mother, plain and simple. So you just, I'm telling you, you just wait. <laughs> you haven't seen nah. nothing yet. You think he's bad? Yeah, wait till your daughter oh, gets he, up here. He's the nicest boy in the world. But, man, when he gets in these moods, he's like, he is not wrong. You know what I mean? It's like, you're six. You don't even know what this means yet. But <laughs> well, hell, uh, hell, I'm 48 years old. I get that way. You can ask my wife. You can, you can ask my wife. She'll tell you. I mean, we are thing. men. You, I get that know, way. Like, yeah, we are men, so I'm sure that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's that. Oh yeah. Boiling machismo that we all have. I don't, uh, I'm not too sure, <laughs> but I don't know. You know, it's funny. You know, talking about about kids and stuff like for. You know, we were. The other day we were talking about like our kids and uh, and then like I brought up about like retirement, you know what I mean? Because like how hard it is like for somebody to retire nowadays. And, I, and the whole t- like since I was young, probably like maybe seventeen, eighteen, like I've had this retirement plan, and I think it's a freaking genius idea. And uh, let me share it with you. Don't beat me. Don't beat me to it. You're a little bit older than me, but don't beat me to it because it's freaking clever. So. I'm listening. I'm all you here, happen brother. to know my favorite sport? 110. percent So my yeah, so baseball. I've always thought you know like adoption would be really cool. You know what I mean? Like you know save a life, whatever. You know, and uh, so I was thinking, what if like my retirement plan is to like adopt a 16 year old Puerto Rican baseball player because at 16 years old <laughs> they all sign like six million dollar contracts at 16. Listen, and they're still minors, so I'll be able to have control over the money. Of course, I'm not going to take all of it. But, you know, take care of your dad, too. <laughs> oh, that's pretty nice. Actually, pretty tell me about You know what? And I can still coach him because, you know, I went and played a little bit and stuff. Yeah. That would be great. What a bonding experience. Yeah, that, that would be great. You know? That would be that, awesome. You know, you know what my uh, retirement plan is? What? The lottery. Oh, dude, don't get don't get me. <laughs> There's only one problem. I gotta play the freaking lottery first. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Just, just remember, <laughs> the more you spend, the more you win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even play the lottery, but that's my retirement plan. Right now, all I'm thinking about is college. Oh. 
for my daughter's college. Uh, she, she, I'm, well, you know, she is an absolute. When you since you brought up baseball, my daughter is an absolute sports beast. She is. I've been coaching her since she was four years old on the baseball field with what we call here in this area blast ball. You hit the ball off the tee and you run to first base. It makes a horn sound. And I've never safe. heard of that. And that's no, nah, I didn't either until I, you know, started coaching. But I have been coaching her since she was four years old. And then when she got about eight years old, uh, parents really started getting really nasty. And, and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm gonna tell a parent off. So she wanted, but she wanted to keep playing. And now she is. She played JV softball for this is her second year playing JV. They asked her to play varsity, and she said no. She she wanted to stay at JV to make sure she got played in. She plays softball and she plays volleyball, and she is an absolute beast, dude. And no matter what sport she's playing, she's always the smallest one on the team. She's short. I'm short. Mama's short. She's got she no she's short, but she is an absolute beast. She had a coach tell her uh, two years ago. You're not going to make a good volleyball player because you're too short. You don't have an overhand serve. And so she ended up playing in middle school. And she didn't make JV that year. She played in middle school. And she would come home at nighttime in the evenings and literally serve her volleyball and pass her volleyball back on the roof for hours at a time. And came back the following year and was an absolute beast, dude. <laughs> I mean, she has her overhand serve. It, you've seen my videos. I've sent you videos of her playing two-man volleyball. I love it, dude. I, I could sit there and watch her play volleyball and softball all day long, and I'd be just content. And I got a big mouth. People hate me. That's <laughs> <laughs> why you're a good podcaster. People hate me. I'm telling you, people hate me if you're on the opposing team. I can promise you people hate me. I'm never obnoxious. I'm never obnoxious. I don't say anything derogatory to the other team. I even tell them, good job. You know, girls hit the balls over the fence if they're, you know, my daughter's playing against them. I'll run out there and get the ball for the girl who hit the home run. I, I don't have problems. I'm never obnoxious. But, darn, I got a big mouth, man. I'm, I'm out there. And that's why <laughs> I picked you as a co-host. We, we got to have a mouth, man. Sometimes we just don't have – sometimes we just can't. You know, can't care. You just got to, you know, just got to represent what we love. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a sports nut myself, and so is my wife. My wife, she, she, she coaches volleyball. She coaches her uh, travel volleyball team, and she coaches at a, a Christian school here. She, she did that two years, and then she did uh, middle school for two years. So she loves volleyball. I love softball. I gave up softball probably about seven years ago. My knees, my knees and my shoulders just got so bad. I just I couldn't do it anymore. I'm I'm old and too many years of of I don't know what's what's the word I'm looking for abusing my body. I was a catcher for you know twelve years, so I'm bending down all the time. I'm kneeling down, and my knees are shot. Yeah. Screwed up my shoulder when I was 21 when I used to lift all the time. Blew my shoulder out back then, and uh, that's why I gave up bow hunting. I had to give up bow hunting because I couldn't, I can't pull a bow back anymore. So I switched over to a crossbow. Cheater, I know, but it is what it is. <laughs> well, let's talk a little hunting. Like you know, 
I want to know about, you know, so you're in Virginia. For, for yep. the people who don't know, my my co-host is in Virginia. And, you know, I, I've never hunted Virginia, brother. What's it like? Let's give, like, you know, because this show is heard all over the country. Every single state listens to this. And, uh, like, tell people about the hunting scene in Virginia, man. I mean, it's the county I live in. I live in Augusta County. Uh, we have some really good deer. I don't know if you saw my post. I posted up. Uh, it's oh yeah, it was May the thirtieth. We had a deer hit on the road back on May the thirtieth. That I, if I remember correctly, you could count twenty one points Whoa. on it. It was. Seriously? I mean, we've we've got some apps. Oh yeah, it was unreal, dude. Yeah, and this this was May the thirtieth. Because this picture that my friend, her name is Melissa, she posted it because she saw it happen and took a picture of the deer and posted it on Facebook. It went any bow site or any hunting site that you were a member of, it got passed around. And everybody said, oh, it's Photoshop, Photoshop. I'm like, no, I know who took the picture. And and then I had the firemen that worked the crash, you know, they they were sending me pictures of it. So I mean, I knew it was legit. We've got good deer in the area. We don't. We're not out out west. We're not. You know. You don't have 205 inches of 200 inch deer. You know, around every tree. But we've got good deer. Me, I'm I'm going out there and I'm I'm just give me a legal deer. I, I've said it for years. As long as you don't have spots or milk hanging off your lip, I'm gonna shoot you if you're legal because I'm hungry. You know, I, you know, I'm a public land hunter anymore. And, um, I, well, about half my hunting life, I've been on private and public. And, you know, obviously, like, the advantage of private land is just unbelievable. But, um, yeah. yeah. You know, like, now that I'm back where I'm, like, originally from, you know, I don't have any private land here and, and everything. So I'm a public land guy. And, you know, for anybody who, like, has not followed my show since the beginning of time, uh, you know, I, this show used to be primarily sports in the outdoors. You know, I've spoke to many different people from the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation to my buddy Ryan McKinney from Bearland Guide Services. It's, you know, hunting is just this whole thing. I, I, I feel like, like the whole anti hunting thing. Maybe it's just because I've been off of Instagram for so freaking long. But I, I remember back like when living for the hunt was like running hot and heavy, man. Like there was all this anti stuff and anti stuff. And I've been out of the game for a while on IG. But like, is it still like that in the hunting world on Instagram? I think a lot of people get it. I don't get it because the first person that says something negative, you got. Oh it. yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not here to argue. I'm not here to argue with you. If you don't agree with it, that's yeah. on you. I'm, I, I hunt to provide for my family. I enjoy it. That's my peace. That's my that that's my place. I don't care if I go out and sit in my tree stand and I don't see a darn deer. It d- does not bother me one bit. I'm sitting in the tree stand. You get to watch nature. That's what it's about. Uh, kind of live. Oh man, that's what it's about. You know, just shooting a deer, killing a deer, as long as it's a legal animal. That's just. I mean, that's just a bonus to me. I mean, that's that's food for my family. My daughter, absolutely, I, it doesn't matter what I make. If I make anything deer meat, my daughter is on it. 
She loves it. She loves jerky, barbecue, you name it. She will eat it. She wouldn't eat steak. She wouldn't eat. If I told her I was fixing just regular steak on the grill, she wouldn't eat it. I had to tell her. I had to lie to her one night. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm fixing ah, deer steak on the grill. You, you did it. I, I cut it up for her. Yeah, I cut it up for her. She ate it, finished the plate, and I said, now, that's regular steak. That wasn't deer steak. <laughs> now she's okay. But, no, man, my, my daughter, anything, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm raising her to know that it, you, can, you can go out and harvest an animal and provide for your family, and it's good. And you got to know how to cook it. I've had so, we've had so many get-togethers here at the house before where I always cook deer meat, and we're like, oh, you know, people are like, no, no, I don't want that it's deer meat, it's gamey. And then their husband or their boyfriend will be like, just take a bite. Oh shit, they'll sit down, they'll sit down and eat more than anybody else because it's it's all in how And you just cook imagine it. this, you know, just imagine how good it's gonna be with reload. Cause I know you're a reload guy now. Oh, oh, you 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 got my mark over earlier. I told you this morning I was cooking that steak on uh on my power smokeless grill this morning. I said the only thing that's missing is my reload, my fully loaded. I got my order today. I placed an order Saturday, and I got my order today. I haven't posted up a picture, but I got my order today from Reload. Oh, I love Reload. And shameless plug, fully loaded. Is the bomb packing heat? If you like a little heat, put put about four tablespoons in your jerky mixture of that, and it is perfect. Let me tell you. So, I first met. Oh, I met Joel first. Uh, actually, the first time I ever spoke to Joel wasn't on Instagram. It wasn't on Facebook. I got a phone call from Joel one time, and mm-hmm. uh, it was about being introduced into podcasting. He was he was trying to start up a podcast, which he did. It was his old podcast. I was happy to be on that. It was about hunting in Africa. It was a great show, and uh, you know, and then like from that, we sent a little friendship and everything. And then he's like, hey. I'm th- I'm thinking of starting up this rub company. I'm gonna send you some because I want you know I want some feedback from you know f- so from good like honest friends you know no biased opinions mm-hmm. or nothing. And I got the first original sample that he ever made sent to me when I was living in Pittsburgh, and uh, dude that's it was the fully loaded blend the original. Dude, that stuff was so good, so freaking good, and I couldn't I didn't know. At the time that they were gonna like really push it as hard as they have, and but let me tell you one of my favorite things. Okay, I, I gotta tell you this because I want you to try it because I, I I know you have right. packing heat in your home, right? Yes, indeed. One of my favorite things. It's summertime, right? Everybody busts out the grill. Uh, Everybody busts out the grill in summertime. At uh, some point throughout the summer, you're uh, at some point at some point throughout going. the summer, you're gonna make hamburgers or hot dogs on the grill, right? At some point, it's yeah. just what you do. It's it's freaking Americana. It's what you do. So, listen. Next time you make hot dogs, I want you to do this tomorrow. If you got some free time around the grill tomorrow, I want you to make some hot dogs, okay? And I want you to yep. pepper those bad boys with packing heat. Dude, I put packing heat on my scrambled eggs. Right? I I put freak. <laughs> listen. Yeah. I put double action. On cu- on sliced cucumbers, nothing else, and eat it as a snack. 
Dude, I can I can go up here I, I can go up here right now in my refrigerator and pull out a bowl of cucumbers, onions, and vinegar that's full of fully loaded. Guaranteed, I can go up there and show you right now. That's what's in my refrigerator, and I tried it because I heard you say no, it. Really? That's why you have it? <laughs> yeah, that's why I have it. Awesome. I heard you say it, and I went, "I'm trying that yeah, crap. I'm I'm, I'm gonna try and that." It's freaking shit. awesome, isn't it? Oh, it's freaking awesome. I, I can't wait to do something. I just got the, uh, oh, shoot. The high caliber. Brain freeze. The double. Yeah, Dude. high caliber. I just got that today. And you know what? I went through the fully loaded so quick, I ordered big bottles this time. I'm like, I told I told my wife, I said, I, I got to get the big bottles. I went through the fully. I put that on everything, and I cannot wait to do something with high caliber. I'll bet you I only have... I'll bet you I only have maybe two tablespoons left of my high caliber. Dude, when I when I got that, the, I I used it that every time I get a shipment from them, I use it that day. That high caliber is yep. so unbelievable. Like when you just crack the cap and you pull the seal off, dude, it just punches you oh, in yeah. the face. Yeah, is. I haven't used it yet. I haven't used it on anything, but I stuck my finger in it and tasted it, and I went, oh, yeah. And my daughter, my daughter has the same taste buds as me. She likes stuff that's hot, that has a little bit of a bite. And even though the uh, high caliber is not hot, it, it's got that Chipotle in it. And it is, oh, it's so good. I cannot wait to make some wings or something you, with that you stuff. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. For the Fully oh, loaded has been like my favorite, right? And then, and then yes. the double action came out, and I was like, oh, oh baby, this is pretty prime time. And then, and then I got the pack and heat, and I've never been one for like super spicy, but this doesn't. I mean, I can easily tell how this can really like, you know, hurt you in the morning kind of deal, right? But man, yeah. If, yeah. if you just like. If you can get the pack and heat to like your tolerance or whatever, it is it's it's not it's nothing that's gonna burn you. It's just I don't know how to describe the pack and heat. It is so freaking good though. It's unbelievable. And the, and the high caliber, it's, it's my bottle's virtually empty. It's it's the flavor. I mean, the pack and heat, like you said, it's not gonna burn you up. I mean, if you grab a spoonful of it, yeah, you better be close to some milk or water. But the flavor of it is unreal. It's just, hey, look, we turn this into a reload show, and I'm oh okay my. with that because that stuff's good. I'm good with that because that stuff is the bomb. You know, I'm, I'm always but about supporting it's friends. Not gonna, yeah. It's not going to – oh, absolutely. That's why, that's why I don't walk out of my house. Like right now, you look at me, I've got – I've got my tattooed in the wild Americana shirt on, and I've got my tattooed in the wild hat on. Those are fam- you know, Dallas and Keith are family to me. That's that's family. That's something that that's their brand that they started probably nine, ten years ago. And you've got Keith's wife Stephanie, and their other cameraman and their other workhorse that spends so much time in the fields. You got Ryan Davis. These guys are family to me. It was. Tattooed in Wild started, I don't know, probably four years before I even met Keith and his wife. I still haven't met Ryan. I talk to him all the time. But that's family. And guess what? I'm supporting it. If I'm going to be a part of it, I'm going to support you know, it and, and give 100%. That's why 
you introduced me as the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild. That's what I do. I don't I don't film. I don't film anything. If Dallas comes in when 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 he was living in Ohio, if he comes in and wants to film me hunting, hey, great. That's that's fine with me. But I'm still going to go hunting either way. But I'm going to support you and shout you out every chance I get. You know, it's, it's like every time I see you or anytime I see a photo, like you're obviously always represented tattooed in a while. And it's cool that you say that because as I'm sitting here right now doing this show, like I'm wearing a reload hat right now, you know, it, it, it's one yep. of my favorite hats. Yep. I wear this shirt constantly. Like I'm, I'm, I am so pro people trying to live out a dream. You know, there's someone having yes. a vision and you know what? If if someone has the balls to just put everything on the line to try to reach a goal, dude, I will help push you there and throw you there if you're a good person. And I mean, Absolutely. I don't know if it gets any better than Joel and Stacy, to be honest with you. So I mean, I've been promoting those guys since 2016, and you know, this reload is just blowing up and. And you know, like I'm, I'm thankful for oh, it because yeah. my food tastes freaking awesome. It it didn't it didn't suck before. Let me just say that, because I because I'm a right. pretty good cook. But man, if you want to if you want to so take your I. stuff to the next level and be that grill sergeant, as they say, hop on the reload train. I'm telling you, it's worth it. And if you do that, folks. Speaking of Joel and Stacey, I got a message yesterday. I just want to point this out to the world. The Promo code Todd for re- for Reload Rub and Seasoning has changed. I changed it. We changed it. <laughs> T-O-D-D-C-A-S-T. It's Toddcast, folks. Let's change. Because, you know what? Because, look, Todd. Who's, nobody, no, Todd. Nobody knows Todd. But people know the Toddcast. So from now on, the promo code to save you 10% at ReloadRub.com is Toddcast. T-O-D-D-C-A-S-T. Make sure you check it out. Get yourself some. Get yourself some flavor so your food doesn't suck. How about that? That's awesome. Hey, they still honored my code because, like I said, I just ordered my batch Saturday. Well, we changed it like yesterday. And I, okay, good. Because they still honored my code because that's the code I used, brother. I remember. Oh, I didn't forget. As soon as I – the last time I went and grabbed my fully loaded, I went, uh-oh, I got to make an order this weekend. And I told my wife, I said, ah, I got to get the big bottle this time. That fully loaded didn't last long it's, enough. It's worth <laughs> it. And actually – you know, a, a family friend of ours, um, she asked, you know, well, she saw my post, really, on Facebook about, you know, this reload rub and everything, and they love to grill out, and they love to cook all the time, so for them, for uh, her husband and her kids, and uh, was wondering about this reload rub, because, you know, they just love to try different seasonings. There's a lot of people that like like to try things. And they might not mm-hmm. stick with some because it's just like, you know, like, oh, I just like to taste different beers or whatever. No. Well, this person sent me a photo, and I swear to the heavens above, I still have it, and I'll send it to anybody. I don't care. If you ever question how good this stuff is, she sent me a photo when the shipment came of the bottles wrapped up in the paper, right? Mm-hmm. And then a second photo of every single seasoning that she had in her cabinet in the garbage. Some were never even opened. I swear to you, I got And you know what? That's the most powerful picture I think I've ever gotten from somebody. Why? Because it just shows proof that the stuff that people are pushing, the stuff that people put their heart into, you know, if it, 
they're they're worth backing. But yeah, she threw she threw oh, every yeah. McCormick, every whatever every whatever whatever it is on the trash. Yep, I'm I'm like you. If there's something out there, I don't care if nothing. I'm not. I wouldn't shout out somebody's name and expect anything in return. If I like it, oh, I'm going to shout you out, especially if you're a small business. Guarantee. You know, that's just how I am. I don't expect anything in return. If I like it, oh, I'm going to use it. I had seen Reload, and then when you got on the air with them, when you did your uh, podcast with them, I'm like, all right, I've got to try this. This dude's putting this stuff on cucumbers. i got to try it. And, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that'll be a, that'll be a order every time I get low. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to put my order in soon because it's grown season and I take that very seriously. Every single day, man, I'm on Me the grill. Too. Every single day I'm making a fire, making stuff over the fire, whatever. But. Yep. Well, like, like I told, like I showed you this morning, I showed you the picture of the steaks I bought this morning. I came home, threw it on my power spokeless grill. Me and my, and my daughter ate most of it, might I add. <laughs> but I cook all the time. I love cooking. So let me ask you this. Yeah. So tomorrow is so Good. tomorrow is the Fourth of July. Yes. Sir. What? So you know, my family, um, we uh, we we go out in the mountains, right? And every year there's this mm-hmm. big shindig with like a hundred and some people. Um, I'm calling it my family. It's actually Tawny's family, but you know it's my family too. And so we go out in the mountains and we have a humongous picnic, hundred plus people. And then at night, dude, check this out. This is crazy. I don't even know if this is legal, so I don't even know why I'm saying this or not. I because Pennsylvania's got some crazy rules, but you know what? Her family is nothing but rebels, and they will smile if they hear this, knowing that I said that, because they know it's true, too. So, they buy these, like, these, like, firework, display fireworks, and they drive up in, the, in like, the mountains, like, takes, like, a half hour for them to drive there, and they put on, like, this, like, half-hour-long firework display with, like, full fireworks, grand finale, and everything, man. It's freaking awesome. With nice. with some of the best nice. with some of the best freaking Fourth of July food you could ever have. So what are you guys doing tomorrow, man? What's your plans for the Fourth? So in my town back in the day when I was a kid, we you know our like I said I'm a lot of people are going to get this they're going to know where I'm from, but Statler Brothers were our draw in our town. That's they're they're from my town. And they did a live concert every 4th of July. And then, and it was assholes to elbows. You could not walk through our park. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people would be in our in our little town. Well, when they retired, they quit doing it. Things kind of dropped off. Well, their sons, um, Harold, Reed, and... Oh, shit. See, I'm having a brain freeze. Right. I start over. Tag on it. Right. Sorry. Harold and, uh, shit. Don. All right, let's start over there. So, their sons, Harold and Don Reed, which is Will and Langdon Reed now, well, they, they started off as Grand Staff, and then they changed their name to Wilson Fairchild. 
And if you like true country music, not just stuff they play nowadays, which don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking that. I listen to everything. I mean, my number one station on my playlist on Pandora is Up Church Radio. So I listen to everything. But they started Wilson Fairchild. Well, they have now taken over the celebration, you know, Happy Birthday, America. So when we get up in the morning, we're going to the parade. We'll go hang out for a little while, come back to the house. And then go back to the concert tonight, and then they have a wonderful, wonderful firework display. So that that'll be our plan tomorrow. All right. The, the, you know, if you if you think of the Fourth of July, like obviously everybody thinks of fireworks, right? Well, we yeah. did this little photo. We tried to do this little photo shoot with, with the Munchkins on the beach the other day, and and we got a pack of freaking sparklers, right? It was like six boxes of little sparklers. When's the last time you lit a spark? When's the last time mm-hmm. you lit a sparkler? Last year. Yeah, we always have sparklers too. Remember, so. like back in the day. I'm I, uh, for me, back in the day is like early '90s, right? Like sparklers okay. used to like actually give off some sparks. Back in the day, these little <laughs> freak, these little gimmicks that they put in boxes now are freaking absolutely ridiculous. Okay, if you've ever lit a sparkler, you've always, like, made the figure eight at some point, right? Everybody's done that. And you and you of can course. see, like, the, you know, you can see the whatchamacallit in the air. You can't see that now because it doesn't give anything off. So these these, freak, these freaking J-Brones out here who are busting people's balls say, hey, come and buy my sparklers. These sparklers don't even sparkle. I don't know why. I don't know why. Firework makers suck nowadays, or at least the sparkler makers suck, but they do. Listen, this is why I love having a podcast, because so many little things get me fired up that shouldn't get me fired up, and I have no platform to tell it to, because no one will listen to me outside of here, so I'm bringing it here. The firework people, the sparkler makers suck nowadays. Take that, take your sparkler, and turn and light it on fire, and shove it up your keister, because you suck. Turn that... Turn that son of a gun sideways and shove it right. If you smell you know la, 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 what the podcast <laughs> is cooking. Yeah, you knew where I was it going with that. It me up, man. <clears throat> I want to see my daughter, you know, two years old, not you know, take a sparkler and like see her eyes and be all happy and stuff because oh my gosh, look at this. There's a trail of orange. Well, no, there ain't a trail of squat because it doesn't give anything off. <laughs> Did I get mad? I need I need anger uh, management. That's good stuff, though. That's funny. I just that's why I asked. Cause, like I didn't know if like Virginia well, sparklers are better than PA sparklers. <laughs> I, I really I don't. Well, know. I want you to I, test I, them. We did it. In, I I know we did something last year. I will. I will. I'll make sure we get some sparklers tomorrow. I'll test them. But I don't. I don't remember it being that way last year. Well, I don't know. My memory sucks. Last year, last year was probably awesome. This year, 2019. If you listen, if anybody out there bought 2019 sparklers, return them because they suck. <laughs> I know one thing. I know if one of them sparks go down in your shoe, it it it, it hurts. Because <laughs> when you first light them, they kind of pop. I I know that for fact. Well. Big guy, it is. Dude, we're like an hour into this. Really? We're an hour in, and I have a problem. 
Uh-oh, what's the problem? You didn't hit the red button. I didn't. No, we're now. No, no, no. We're still rolling, baby. <laughs> All right. Now, the problem could be so the, what's the problem what's the could problem? be if I take my glass and if I turn it upside down, nothing will pour out. I'm letting you know now that I'm using my beer can as a spit cup <laughs> right now, so I got the same problem. <laughs> do people really? That's what you do? Because look. Oh yeah, that's what's in front of me. That's not what I'm saying. Like, all right. So, for the people out there that don't know, I I do chew tobacco as well. Just you know, I'm blaming it on baseball, whatever. But you know, like I I I really like I I don't spit it out anymore. Oh yeah, well I I I just you know I don't even remember when it started to be honest with you. I don't. I like you know. I sometimes you know have like like have a spitter with me or whatever. But like I did. I, I don't. I just don't do it. Well, you want me to bust Go your balls? It's because you dip red seal. I got it. Ah, listen, I got a can of skull in my hand right now, and you know what I just did? All right, listen. Okay, I I I did a bit. I was building some. I I had a building project I had to do for a customer today. So I had a, so and, and I have a role. I have a role for a bunch of different things. They're really ridiculous roles, and for some reason they all involve whiskey. So every every time I do a woodworking project, I you know woodworking and whiskey to me it just goes together. So which is great, you know I'm running freaking table saw, sure pound whiskey, but hey, do you have all your fingers for now? Okay, I'll just check it. <laughs> right, so. You know, I freaking, I don't know where I was going with this, and I'm not editing this out. I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said you had a rule. Woodworking yeah, and woodworking, whiskey. Yeah, woodworking and whiskey. I don't remember where I was going. I'm not editing this out, oh. but you know what? It was going to be good, and when we end this thing, I'm going to hit the red button, and I'm going to be like, son of a gun, I remember now. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to get you sidetracked. No, it wasn't you, man. It was about my snuff. Somehow, somewhere, it's going to be about my snuff, I think. <laughs> oh, that's good oh, stuff, brother. Jeez. I can't. You know what? You're sitting here telling me we're we're an hour into this, and it does not feel like it's been an hour, dude. I've had so much freaking fun uh, just chewing the fat with you. Talking I, got, shit. I have something I wanted um, to ask you. What the heck? Who says chewing the fat? And I told you, I'm old. I'm I'm 48, man. Old? Have you seen me? And I grew up. And I grew up in West Virginia. You got to realize, yeah, I was born and raised here. I mean, I was born here in Virginia, but I spent most of my life in West Virginia. That's where I grew up. Um, If it were up to me, I'd be back there in a heartbeat. West Virginia is beautiful. Loved it, but. My wife has always lived here, and she's not moving to West Virginia. <laughs> she likes the fact, like, she. I can tell you right now, as soon as we get done, I guess where I'm going. I'm going to Kroger's and get some shampoo conditioner. Because you heard her before we started recording. She's out of conditioner. That's a big no-no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, like I've, like I've said before, happy wife, happy life. Hashtag fact. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And we've been together. We've been together for 22 awesome. years. In August, in August, we will be married 20 years. 
in August. Well, let, me, let me tell so, you something. She's still getting a – I told you the other day, and I told her that she may be getting a promo coming from me because she was trying to run my show and tell me what I can and cannot do. And this is T on the TC, mama, and I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> she just said, why do you pronounce your name wrong? <laughs> I said that's how they pronounce it, of oh, course. No. That's just how oh, they. Oh no, that's not what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking. I won't say it on the air. I won't say it, but you know what I'm talking about. And I'm even and I'm even yeah. shaking my finger at you right now, and you can't even see it. That's how fired up I am. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good time, brother. This is going to be a good time. I think. Uh, we're uh, have well, fun. look, man, we are exactly one hour and 36 seconds into the show. So, you know, I, I really didn't have, like, a, a platform or, like, something I wanted to do. I just wanted to BS with you, you know, get to let the people get to know you. Because, you know, like, you know, if you listen to some podcasts or whatever and, you know, they do bring someone. I've heard a couple where it just, like, by luck, where they've, like, you know, had a new co-host on or whatever and, you know, they don't really spend the time on just, like, BSing back and forth. And I think it's important because that's – this whole thing is about establishing relationship with your audience. That's how you get people to come back. People want to see personality. Yeah. They want to see charisma. They want to see whatever you bring to the table. And if they like it, they'll stay. And, you know, that's I right. just wanted – for this, I didn't want any, you know, hard-hitting topics or anything serious. I just wanted people to get to know your personality, get to know you – you know, get to know that you say chew on the fat and everything. <laughs> I just, I wanted people, I wanted people to get to know Johnny Simonetti or Simonetti or whoever the heck you are, you know. So that was the basis for the whole program, man. And I hope you enjoyed yourself for your first episode of Todd Warner Fun of Toddcast. Brother, I, like I said, I, I told you in the beginning, I was blown away when you asked me, and I was full bore full steam ahead i was ready for it and that's why you know when we were talking earlier you know it's about topics and i'm like dude let's just get on there and 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 you said well you said let's just get on there and just talk and get to get because i'm sure that friends of mine are going to come on and listen that's never listened to your podcast and people are going to get on there that always listen to you and it, like you said hey just get to know you Get to know what's going to come here on out. A lot of laughs and a lot of Oh, fun, it's going to be bizarre. This, I'm, I'm expecting for here on out to have... I mean, it, my show was never the most professional podcast in America. If you've listened to my show, you know it's not... <laughs> Hello, folks. How are you today? Welcome to the podcast. Now it's like, ha-ha! Woo! That's my show. That's how I am. But look, man. Look, That's man. Right. Time is winding down. So why don't you tell people how to find you on social media, buddy? Uh, just search my name on Facebook, Johnny Simonetti on Facebook and Johnny Simo tattooed in the wild on Instagram. Uh, a lot of my Facebook is more personal, uh, to me. I, you know, Instagram is probably the best way to, to follow me. If I don't know you, we don't have mutual friends, probably not going to catch me on Facebook. I kind of keep Facebook more, uh, you know. More to myself. I keep that more for friends and stuff. So tat, Johnny Johnny Simo tattooed in the wild on Instagram is probably the best way. I'm on Twitter, but I I'm not on. I can't understand that. My daughter hadn't taught me how to do that yet. <laughs> and guys, if you want to you know, if you want to contact the show, 
It's um, on the talkcast at gmail.com if you got any comments or questions that you want. I, I was thinking, you know, for the, like, you know, since we got this whole new thing going on with the show with having you on and such, I would love like a segment of the show where we just like read listener questions or, you know, read listener comments, whatever. Just get a little feedback. So on the Toddcast. At gmail.com is a way to hit up the show. You can also hit up the show on our Instagram page, Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. And I think that's it, my man. You know, I think it was a good first episode. People can get to uh, people can get to know you a little bit. I'm excited to go through this and and listen back because I don't have a backer. I don't have somebody who's gonna do the editing for me because first of all, I don't trust them because <laughs> the way I am, I know someone will sabotage me. So, so yeah, man. I uh, hey, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. I hope you had fun on the first time, and uh, obviously we're gonna be doing this again very, very soon. Dude, I had a blast, and I appreciate it, and looking forward to the next one. I can't wait to hear it. Hopefully, I don't sound too red, but we'll see. You sound pretty <laughs> raging, you redneck. <laughs> oh, I'll talk to you after the show because uh, I searched the hashtag. You're gonna love this crap. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk to you later about that. It was I searched the hashtag and it was funny. And as that well. is definitely where we need to end, folks. Thank you very much. This is Todd Ornor from Todd Ornor on the Toddcast, along with my new co-host Johnny Simonetti. Folks, thank you very much. Until next time, out. Peace. <laughs> I'm a podcast veteran. You know who I'm better than? Athea veteran since back in the day.